Welcome to another episode of the Unrefined Sophisticates Podcast, episode 135, coming at you, not live, but sly, died, and laid to the side. That's how babies are made. Bam. Look. See how I brought it all back? We just keep birthing new, new it, S-word. See how I did that? I think we should both get really good with doing ish. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because then it's a smooth transition and everybody knows exactly what you meant. I was actually bad with doing that. I definitely dropped the S word uh, while I was teaching. Definitely (laughs) did. And then try to follow it like, sheesh, sheesh, sheesh. <laughs> After saying that to like, see if it would blend yeah. in. I tried to, I tried to give it a tail. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, kids, I'm human. For those listening in for the first time, my name is Cam Jones to the box up top. Morgan Jones. And before we jump into this great show that we got lined up for you, we're going to start with our shout outs. We're going to shout out to Brazil and Russia for being our top listening countries this week outside of these here United States. We're going to shout out to Kenton, Rio de Janeiro for being our top listening city this week outside of Portland, Oregon. Can I just say real quick uh, how dope it is that Rio de Janeiro is our top listening city two weeks in a row. And Brazil is a top listening country two weeks in a row. I think that's super tight. Is Carnival coming up? I think you would know that better than me oh. because that's your home. Uh, you feel me? You right. Sure. You know. I ain't been, I ain't been, you know. <laughs> I need to be keeping up. We're gonna Wait shout out that. our top listener this week. The US podcast unofficial unicorn. I think that's we officially made it when someone puts your name in their name in their screen name. I think you've officially made it. Verify us on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, give the blue check. Double that up. They should do double blue checks too for like official, official, extra official. That part. Mm-hmm. Shout out the sponsor, our sponsor, the nine brand at the underscore I X B R A N D on Instagram and on the interwebs at the nine brand.co, not com.co. You can follow this show, the Unrefined Sophisticates, on the Instagram at Unrefined Sophisticates on the Instagram. <laughs> you can follow me, can at I technically can on the Instagrams. Follow Morg at Portland Morgan. On that Instagram. Make sure you like us, subscribe, review wherever you listen, and tell a friend to tell a friend about us. Double unton trust. Mm. That just happened. Um, I would take a little sippy sip, but I am uh working remote today and did not think about the liquor store before I hit the door. And I didn't want to be the person that drinks alone, so I'm having a coffee. So here we are, about to. Our most know, sober. Soberish. Oh, okay. Yes. Because I'm, I'm I'm drunk off life. Oh, indeed. I mean, as as always. That's My bad. It. 
life is life is hitting me with that 80 proof feeling a little phasey as our old comrade in in potting would say i miss hearing that from our good friend max (laughs) Max, (laughs) yes lord um well we so you're remote and i'm in the regular place Uh uh-huh uh things are great okay and you know what today is my anniversary (laughs) no i don't think so i mean unless you have an anniversary you want to tell us about or i'm a fine one i'm sure i did something for the first time today Mm. some year today is the day that the jury goes to deliberation in the robert kelly sex trafficking Mm. racketeering case Oh, Bob. Bob Kelly, huh? Old, old Bobbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense rest rested by um, comparing Robert to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yep, we're not going to we're going to not do that. I mean, they done it clearly. Well, they clearly. did it. Yeah. And so my thing is the boondocks is actually <laughs> has actually predicted the future from whatever year that episode came out because our lives have literally reflected it. The cartoon is be knowing. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is that Aaron Magruder. Magruder. figured it out. What's his, how do I say it? Well, uh, Kelly's life was being described as a, that of a playboy and a sex symbol. That's Hugh true. Hefner, that was his life. Mm. Not a crime. I really thought you were gonna you were gonna do some more there. No more um, there. Well, he also <laughs> added that the former vice president Mike Pence calls his wife mother. Is that against the law? Nope. Then <laughs> they wanted to say though. Kelly has been accused of controlling his alleged victims with strict rules, including that they had to call him daddy. Oh, I see the where they were trying to make that connection now. Said Knick criticized this point, calling it almost a crime to call a man daddy. And saying it's a normal thing to call someone in certain cultures poppy. Mm. Yeah, this guy's spiraling. He's just throwing whatever can be thrown out there, out there. And shout out to the sketch artist. So the man, Kanik, Kanik, how do you say his last name? Mm-hmm. Canic, criticize uh, the point of Kelly having his alleged victims call him daddy, saying that it's almost a crime to call a man daddy, saying it's a normal thing to call someone in certain cultures like poppy. But clearly, not daddy. Unless it's Costco daddy. That's not weird. 
I don't know. When was it almost a crime? Like, I, I wonder, I wonder if they've seen any of, uh, seen any of the adult films that are on the internet. There's a lot of use of the word daddy. Yeah. You know, like, where, where's the crime of it? I want to know. Which- maybe it's a little different when they're children. I think yeah. maybe is the difference here That's, of yeah. your, you know, Hugh Hefner. And I'm sure there are there are uh, some of the own allegations that can be uh, laid on over at the Playboy Mansion. However, it is my understanding that those were of age. Yes. And I absolutely could be wrong because I have not paid attention to what the heck was happening within the Playboy Mansion. However, uh, I have not heard that these were children. I have not heard that these were 14, 15, 16 year old kids at the Playboy Mansion. And so there's a difference here. And Very big one. False correlation, right? Or equivalent like of calling your it's not a crime to be Hugh Hefner because he wasn't maybe doing the crime that you're alleged to be doing. I do want to know for the Mike Pence calling his wife mother um, because I wonder if that's like equated to like how parents be like, well, talk to mom and then, you know, talk to dad and that just kind of being how it's referenced. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I wonder if that's that. Huh? He he calls her mother. Uh, He he doesn't use her name. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But but I'm saying I wonder if it's in that. If it's, I'd want to know how that how it's done. Like, if it's done in a way of like mother saying it because that's what the kids used to call, and that's like his. Yeah, I just want to know the context. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, their kids are grown ups. They're not around. You know, like. I hear you. I call ambush dad to the girls. I'm like, dad's going to bring so-and-so back or, you know, yeah. dad's going to run with this. But I don't call ambush dad. Yeah, in, right. Hear me out in like an interview or when introducing uh, him to other people. Oh, or- so he does it in regular. I guess I've never heard spent or Spence Pence talk about his wife. So I'm out to lose. He said specifically that uh, he mother is the only uh woman that he goes to dinner with he he can't go to dinner with anyone outside of mother and it was like who is mother and it's his wife <laughs> so then even hearing it like that makes what i was saying like for me that would still makes sense for yeah anyways not important yeah especially to robert kelly yeah but Bob. i think more than anything you can when you are the vice president and you are giving a uh, any sort of interview about your family, your life, your things, or yourself, or whatever, maybe use the names of the people that you're talking about. Maybe don't any hoodle doodles. Because <laughs> certainly not the the point is R. Kelly out here using or his his defense team using. False equivalents and their spaghetti at the wall, as they say, (laughs) or throw the kitchen sink at it. Let's see what'll stick. One of these will, one of these will matter. Um, I think it's wild that at any point you could 
you're already doing you're already doing a whole bunch of the weird uh, victim blaming and shaming and all of that and calling these women like, you know, stalkers and upset groupies and, you know, um, gold diggers and all of those things. So you're already doing that part. Right. But then you're going to add in comparing your client to Dr. Martin Luther King, which. You know, the, the which is nutty in this. And if I didn't learn anything in the last 10 years, what I learned from the Derek Chauvin trial that I have to remind myself is that it is not about innocence. It's just about sowing doubt. Yep. And... It's interesting how much that's rearranged the craziness of the things that these defense attorneys say. That's just like, how would you? Oh, you're just your job is different than what we think your job is. Yeah, which and that's something that you know in in my lifetime never got explained. It was innocent until proven guilty. Not there's some doubt until you know what i'm saying like it's this idea that it's not in us it's just having to get some doubt and that is where we see stuff like this is like outrageous like what are you what are you even talking about like what are you even talking about and how false of a idea is innocent until proven guilty in this particular version of the justice system like it only is true for a certain group of people right that you're innocent until you're proven guilty right and so the fact that we even still keep that in our brains as the way it's supposed to work when we know for certain it doesn't and we just are we're just conditioned for it i mean that's the thing that we heard our entire lives so yeah <laughs> it puts us in a bad spot oh that was bad <laughs> it puts us in a bad uh frame of mind i guess is the way you know like but yeah pulling on i've been to the mountaintop you you bringing in dr martin luther king's speeches into something like this is that's beyond the that's what i'm about to be like me and mlk he he was talking about (laughs) to the mountaintop i've had top on a mountain it's the same i am essentially mlk jr the second you do have uh, some dope photos in the phone booth. Oh, and I have a picture inside a phone booth. Yeah. Shout out, Carlos. Uh, uh, just a very reminiscent. Maybe one day they'll have me on, you know, MLK Day weekend with the bust down rolly on the flyer with the little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the yada, I mean. With the. Mm. <laughs> I just popped one of them yada, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But that's what it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, I'm so ready for this to be over. I'm ready for the... And I don't mean just like I don't want to hear about it anymore. I mean, there has to be some sort of conclusion to this, right? Like, this has just been ongoing, I feel like, for so many years. And even when it goes away, it comes back. And I don't know how you... Do you know. do you think in this I I want your your quick take on this opinion. 
Okay. Let's say in an alternate universe, Bob is somehow set free. Yeah. Do you think the repercussion in terms of outside of um, our circles of public opinion, do you think he'll be exiled? No. Not at all. Do you? Not at all. <laughs> like not even a little bit, which is nuts. I mean, yeah. Like we we but we've lived it. We've lived seeing him supposed to be exiled. Right. I don't just mean like the fake cancel culture. I mean when you are a pedophile. Yeah. And that yeah. doesn't align with your values or whatever you you know, you try whatever. Like you don't you don't support. And so I, we've been not supporting, right? And so, and we've seen, yeah. there's lots of support still there. I mean, which there's lots of support. Still. Speaking of, I happened to go through, I was looking through playlists. Like I haven't looked through my own playlist in a very long time and came across my bedroom business uh, series. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I know this is in here. It gotta be. Went through, got rid of all them things. Which I ain't played that bedroom business in I don't know how many years, but <laughs> it had all the nineties, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, you know, those kind of bops. right? And um, but yeah, I was like, had to go through. I was like, and, and and a part of that was like, I would, I would, as I was getting rid of those, I was like, what if somebody had found my phone and saw my play and thought that this is like where I'm still getting jiggy to? I remember thinking that as I was getting rid of that and realizing like I can't do it. I know that. You know, in the beginning of talking about it years ago, of like still having that. I mean, I mean, you could still listen if you want to. And then getting to where even after that conversation of the times without even talking about it again, like never feeling the same about hearing it. And then it getting to the point like, nope, that's a quick skip um, if it pops up in, the you know, anything. So anyways. Yeah, I don't think he'd be exiled because we have no reason to believe that any of these people that do these exact same things get exiled. Right. We have just seen people either continue to flourish or they get to just be living in whatever their version of obscurity is. And yeah. they just continue to do these same things. Um, they just do it in, you know, like a place where the prosecutors in New York aren't paying attention to or out of their jurisdiction or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, we have no reason to believe that this dude will not. I mean, the people still support Cosby and Cosby told y'all he did it. Is it? Can you hear the thunder in the background? No, but sometimes I can hear your TV. Oh. But it's not like a running thing either. And for the it's listeners, again, I am in a, it's been a crazy amount of thunder going on but for the listeners that are hearing more noise than normal again i'm in i'm in the trenches you feel me on location i'm on the block right now burn it up burn it down okay you know i'm talking, I'm talking drop the pins and the location bunsen burners because i'm out here <laughs> getting it out the mud <laughs> speaking of getting it out the mud what well, a a uh, friend of somebody's show, Boosie, has 
released, uh, and the, we know, we all know that I don't know how to pronounce this word, biopic, biopic, unsure. I, to this day, go back and forth about our conversation about that. <laughs> Just a humongous question mark for me. <laughs> no. He uh, released a movie based upon his life. <laughs> Independently. And I think we're supposed to be very excited about that. Um, called My Struggle. Han was generous <laughs> enough to share the trailer, teaser trailer with me. Ah, uh, yes. And... <laughs> and if you haven't got a dose of it, please look up. I mean, again, I'll say. If you have 40 seconds, just skip to the last 15. <laughs> If that doesn't reel you in, nothing will. <clears throat> nothing will. Uh, it's out today. You can download it now. And we're not telling you to do that. but Because uh, <laughs> you might get good. I mean, I mean, I'm just telling you, I think that there's a moment within this trailer that gives <laughs> us some insight into, you know, the severe, extra, and loud homophobia that... Um, Boosie just uses as a second language. Mm. Yeah, man. You know who else has a second language? Who's that? Shetty Hanks. The white boy summer himself. This was a great week for content in the way of this is a blessing. Yes. Shout out to Andrew at Channel 5, the YouTube channel. uh, One of my faves for content. Uh, for great interviews, riveting topics mm-hmm. like the White Lives Matter rally, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. He did an interview with uh, Old Chetty. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, Ken, honestly, it's the end of summer. We're in, we're now, uh, I think, officially into. We're in fall. Uh, we're in the fall solstice yeah. or something. Uh, did they wait too late to drop the white boy summer interview? I mean, they, they gave it to us the week of summer ending. Yeah. I don't know if it took away from some of his ability to get, you know, more white boys on board. I definitely, I definitely think this made it around the keg circuit, but definitely didn't hit the main mainstream like main. it should have. What I do want to do, because I know the listeners is like, Shetty Hank, what is, what are you talking I'm, I just want to give y'all a, um, <clears throat> a quick little 30 second taste. I'm going to give y'all a quick little 30. Mm. Um, I need to wet my beak anyway. I want to play the whole 12 minutes of the, the interview. Yeah. Just that'll be the rest of our show. <laughs> uh, this is the Shed himself. And for those that don't know, Shetty Hanks is Tom Hanks' son. Yes. I was hooking up with this chick. One day she was on the phone with her family in Jamaica and she was really in the middle of a heated conversation. Tell that pussy cat girl me no I really had no idea what the fuck she was saying. And her friend said, Fill me a picnic in the car with me so I can chat. I'm like, wow, wow. So wait, break that down. So she and so then I just started she started breaking down a lot of shit. I'm like, how do you say this? John no star. How do you say that? Oh, like seven. Oh, oh, oh. 
she was just telling me how to say different shit. So I got for like a, a week, like I was really on a Jamaican tip. And uh, that just happened to be the week of the Golden Globes. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chatana coming straight from the Golden Globes, you want Big up, tune in. I turned my phone on and the video had gone totally viral. Yeah. Oi. Oi. Seven. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know. Okay. I gave y'all a little more than a quick thirty because we we had to let you get. Wasted you couldn't. On the, stop, you couldn't stop it. On the flow. It is really Thunderica over here. Uh, Thunderica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. In this interview, he describes what a white boy summer is really about. Who mm. it includes. Mm -hmm. No, no, no white boys like Trump white boys or NASCAR white boys. Mm -hmm. We ain't talking that kind of white. No. We talking Chet. Chet. We talking John B. Mm-hmm. We mm -hmm. talking Jack Harlow, baby. Yeah, we talking we talking fades and uh uh barbed wire or not barbed wire, um uh tribal <laughs> tribal little tats. Um uh <laughs> we talking the is the Air Force is this clean? Yes. Air Force is this clean. We're talking the white boys that know more about sneakers than Air Forces should be clean. Mm -hmm. Right? Like they're mm -hmm. they're a little more tapped into the culture. It doesn't mean that they should be or shouldn't be. It's just that they are, right? A little more tapped in. Yeah. They on that kind of right. Uh, well, Chet describes the best part about white boy summer is really what it, what it means if he's looking for a black queen black queen black queen and Andrew, mama. Andrew asked him how Andrew asked like how long have you been on the black queen brigade like this been your is this the wave now or and he was like as long as I can remember <laughs> to a black queen baby black girl magic is real it is razzling and dazzling in words I can only describe it in my body language oh so you have to watch this video because the interview is just entertainment at an all-time high for me all-time high for the people there was i was i was live texting <laughs> morgan when she sent me this list i wanted i wanted to watch it with you so that i could live watch you watch it we didn't have time for that so i needed to make sure that you saw it <laughs> and i really appreciated the live tweets yeah I, live text it is so hold on for the listeners when i landed in san diego it was sunny it's been thundering for the last 30 minutes and now i can hear rain aggressively hitting the window i can hear that rain i am in I shorts rain i don't even think I, I bought a hoodie nothing said rain in the forecast i even did my due diligence i don't look at the forecast and i did it for this you brought the thunder from down under. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. 
<laughs> you, you, you're right. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Boom shakalaka. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And yourself. laughs> uh, we off the rails. We are. Kids don't we'll do Molly. Because I know that um, because you're on location, we're on a shorter time than normal. Jeez. And we have some... Uh, some more greatness to get to. And this one, I want to just, we started somewhere with this story and then it went somewhere else. And that is the headline was so, uh, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) the headline is extra, extra read all about it. And in, trying to like oh real quick i'm not gonna like look for the link i'm uh you know i'm not gonna send the link to myself i'm yeah. just gonna find it i googled the beginning of the headline so the headline is man ejaculates from anus species <laughs> for two years before seeking help so i started with man ejaculates from <laughs> into the google machine and the amount of things that came up that had nothing to do with this story Man. <laughs> in the text. Um, so I'm going to do it again. And just- I'm going to tell you how, how much it better it even gets to. I just want you to know all I typed was man EJ. <laughs> and a few of these results was like, y'all knew it was only going one or two places for me. <laughs> Man does that in food at Olive Garden. Man does that at, in food at McDonald's. In I, water bottle. In the back seats. In the water <laughs> the bottle. Do you car. know how much energy that takes? How much of a steady hand? <laughs> you know how hard it is to pee in a water bottle? That is a task in itself. As a non penis owner, uh, yeah, I, y'all, you couldn't even know. Y'all fire hydrant well, <laughs> definitely couldn't go into it. That would suck. Ain't no, it is. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Y'all I don't, couldn't I even press it against out. and then like make it work? Press what against? I don't know. So just, just the anatomy yeah. alone is like where the urethra is. Yeah is in between the two things that everybody knows about. Yeah. So it's not, you don't even know for certain, like, okay. Okay. <laughs> See, it's just it's so somewhere in there. It's like, so, nah. it's between Dallas like, and Houston. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like exactly that. <laughs> So this is like not even a close like I can't I cannot relate cannot relate not even a little bit okay <laughs> but the uh, story itself is wild and I'm not gonna go into the whole thing but basically this man had gone into a coma uh, that was a three week long coma he had a catheter put in obviously since he's in a coma apparently there are very rare moments where a gas bubble or pocket can be formed when that catheter is placed 
And this ended up creating like a sort of uh, like a gas bubble between his in his prostate, and it made his That's... front stuff come out the back, and the back stuff come out the front. <laughs> Which is isn't it kind of crazy though? Like the way that the body be, just the amount of things that are possible, and and then. Even more so, and I think about this sometimes with stuff, um, that's a person, right? Like right. that that happened to. Like that, an actual human being. Yeah. So like that's somebody's actual lived experience. I don't know. That'd be tripping me out. Um, no, I think that's it's totally wild. And we do kind of like lose sight of that when we're talking about things in story format. Like it's just like it's a story. And that this is a a person who is 33 you know like this is a just uh just a dude <laughs> it's and the thing that kills me my my major takeaway from the story can is like this guy went to the excuse me um went searching for medical care because one of his test testicles was swollen and it had been for like five days and it was swollen and it hurt and it was at, at that point that he explains, yeah, I've been passing a substantial amount of urine and sperm from my rectum over the last two years. So like when the first time it happened, the first time either way, there was poop coming out the front or pee coming out the back, like whichever way, whichever one happened first, when it happened yeah. first, that's, I mean, I want to know the thought process in that moment of just like, man, that was a rough night. Or <laughs> that, uh, did I eat some asparagus? <laughs> like, what, what could be happening in your world where you don't think that that's like an urgent medical moment? Yeah, there's too many questions about how that works. Like and like. I have questions about our healthcare system. Does this person not have healthcare? Were they not able to go do that? Uh, Did they wait until the pain was so unbearable that they just, you know, emergency roomed it? But like, could you really just be pooping out of your penis for two years and not have more questions? Yeah. And do you have a girlfriend? Are we not willing to, I mean, I'm willing to go into debt for that one or something, you know, like start my GoFundMe. Help, yeah. help me. I got I to gotta figure out why I'm peeing from my butt. Like that, and the, yeah. Oh, years of that. At what like I? Because I feel like that's just gonna be running down your leg. Like how? How does that work? Are you only peeing how, in the shower? How does it work? Because you, do you don't think he got I, skilled and just like everything is a sit down. I, too many questions. I got. Mm -hmm. You got a potty squad. You have the same urge. Do you know that? Okay, now I have. Like, does do you feel like oh, I have to be yeah. that it's in a different place, or is does uh, that feeling still come from the same place? But then you have to do something else about it. I have so many questions. And my biggest one is like, can we please stop not going to the doctor? I don't trust. Uh, we're not trust. I don't feel heard at doctors. I don't feel cared for uh, with many of the doctors that I've seen. However. If this is happening to my body, I know that there is somebody out there <laughs> with a medical degree 
a medical professional uh -huh. that's going to be able to help me in that moment. A professor no? of medical. Yes. <sighs> or at least they'd be curious enough to be like, WTF. I mean, this is a real Dr. House situation here. Someone oh, needs yeah, to, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the kind of thing that I feel like most, most medical professionals would be like, I'm sorry, you said you're doing what from your where now? Yeah, like, like it would just be like, I, this is unheard of, or this like, is that one, or it's the one case that they've all heard yeah, of, they've yeah. all been reading about for it the was last that one, time. that one section in medical school. <laughs> <laughs> totally. There's only been one documented case of it, and they've been studying it since. I just I that's a that's a lot and and what do you, like what do you do with that there's it's it, as you said to go that long like that long because you had to have figured out a system at that point because it there wasn't just be. still like shocking you like again <laughs> like this is past right. what does, the again span of time if you're a single person how do you explain this to somebody if you're I feel like it's easier if, you know, you're with somebody and that person knows that you were in a coma and you're dealing with medical things and now your body is different. But also, I feel like, I don't know, if you if that was happening to my partner, there's no way we wouldn't have gone to the doctor by now. So I don't know. I don't know. I have so many. I'm back to too many questions. See? I'm sorry. I interrupted you to ask more questions. Questions. Absolutely. Questions. questions. <laughs> but let's circle back to how many cases of just men doing the things into the things in public things in public places yeah talk about how ridiculous y'all men are yo i need to understand what makes a 17 year old think that putting their semen in the salad dressing at olive garden and then taking it back to their high school for other people to eat is like a prank I need to know why that's a uh, yeah. That's a, that I don't have that. I'm missing that mechanism in my brain. So I need somebody to explain to me why that's funny. <laughs> why yeah. that's like not just flat out like a bio terror moment. I wonder. I wonder if I'm that you asking this question, I, maybe I'm too old. I've aged. No, because what comes outside of the like going to that extreme, but thinking even culturally, right? Like um, <laughs> where like them playing grab ass and smack dicks, you know, like stuff like that didn't that never really made it to our side. Never of the the kind of joking around with each other. Yeah. Not even in a locker room was yeah, it like, no. okay, yeah, that, that makes not that in the locker room. Makes <laughs> sense and it's funny. <laughs> like, yeah. no. I don't I don't know. Thank you too for catching that note. Cause you you did you the trill. See, we watched that little boozy thing and now you trill out here. Here here we are. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I needed. I don't need to see the whole thing. <laughs> I saw the trailer and I'm trill now. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's Damn, it. Okay, I see you faded the sides. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and like uh, wild for the night, developing stories, unsure how to process this just all the way yet. 
I don't know how familiar you are with Jason Miller. Not. The name Jason Miller. How about, I think I've talked about Steve, Steve Bannon on the show before, yeah, right? Talk Bannon. All right. So I'm just going to do a brief little context real quick. Steve Bannon and Jason Miller, both a part of the Trump uh, campaign administration, and then both were uh, both departed the, the campaign or the team or whatever we call it. Okay. And have still been doing the shadow work in the background. Like, so they're not necessarily working for Trump on a payroll or in an official capacity, but are still doing things for, you know, I don't know, his 2024 run or uh, who knows. So that said, uh, Steve Bannon has also for, I think, since about 2017, 2018, been on this crusade across the globe and i mean this seriously this is not about our country this is about the globe okay he has been just going around the world and trying to gather and ignite and inspire as many far-right leaders as possible and what that means isn't just like finding a person it also means doing all of the things that happened here in other countries so um the huge, you know, everybody's like, oh, Russia hacked our election or, you know, okay. blah, blah, blah. Really, what we need to think about is how they changed the course of what we were talking about. And that wasn't like Vladimir Putin. You have to think about it in the way of Cambridge Analytica, which was a company Steve Bannon was on the board of that is a data mining tool. And they're the ones who were selling and basically giving all of the info to Facebook and targeting audiences with mis and disinformation. That's it. God, I hope I really summed that up correctly. I'm not 100% sure that I got it all, but you get the good background. That that's know that that's where we are. Steve okay. Bannon is trying to get as many right-wing leaders and right-wing ideologies around the country so that it isn't just like a right versus left in America. And it is truly a right versus left. And that's the broad term uh, across the globe. And that is going to create a lot of more right wing authoritarian style leaders, which we have seen a lot pop up all over the globe. That said, one of the things that Republicans and conservatives and right wing people love to talk about in America is the border and how there's always a crisis and that those others are coming and the replacement theory of white people are being replaced and all these browns are coming and stealing all the jobs and all these blacks are lazy and on welfare and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) We're currently dealing with uh, 15,000 Haitian migrants at the border in Texas, Del Rio, right across the river from Mexico. What we saw last week was Border Patrol on horseback using horse reins as whips, whipping these black people, telling them to get out of here and go back to their s-hole country, um, not allowing them to bring food over to their families that were on the Del Rio side. We watched it. And the uproar, you know, is normally like 
people saying, get those people out of our country and people saying those are people and they get to seek asylum. And these are the rules of our country. They get to come here. They get to ask for help. And then you get to decide. But you don't get to tell them no before they get to ask. Yes. For years and years and years, we have heard about these migrant caravans coming from yeah. Mexico. Um, all the rage in 20, 2016. I mean, it was it just kept coming, right? Mm-hmm. That that caravan just kept being on its way. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever materialized from it, but boy, did it have people in an uproar. Well, now we have something materialized. Now we have some fifteen thousand people at the same place at the same time. Look at this crisis. Look at the Biden administration failing on its face with all of this going on. Right? Mm-hmm. The news today. And you may have asked yourself when you saw this, dang, all those people got there at the same time? Like this wasn't a, a journey that the Department of Homeland Security and all of the drones we have out here just taking a peek at the border. Y'all didn't see this horde of people walking, yeah. traveling, getting here. So maybe you thought to yourself, that was a, that's a lot of people to just kind of show up, just to <laughs> pop up. Um, the news now, right now, is that Jason Miller may have been doing some work uh, in organizing these oh. 15,000 Haitian immigrants and that these, the folks at the border in Del Rio are not actually immediately from Haiti, like fleeing the uh, most recent earthquake. These Haitians have been living in Brazil. And they grabbed them from Brazil. And I don't mean grabbed like they forced and kidnapped these people. They did a organized effort uh, and gathered people on WhatsApp and Facebook. Gave them the maps, gave them the things. And then the allegation is that they got them there. So that includes flying, that includes driving, that like gets them to the border of Del Rio, Texas. Where this leaves me, Kenneth and Rather, is a place that I have been like for years. I have been saying we are dealing with these fake crises that are manufactured. They are absolutely not real. And here we are having to discuss them, debate them, educate talk about, dispel, debunk, whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of this is for play. Play, 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 play. And, and what this does, you know, what one of the fallouts from that will clearly be is it just adds to the everything yep. being a joke not a joke but fake it's all something to not pay attention to exactly. uh like why would i even care about politics because look at what they're doing i can't pay attention to all of this because it's too confusing and now it's not real right <laughs> this is a manufactured crisis in order to do a political sense Like, it's not for any other reason than to be able to say, look what Joe Biden did to your border. 
which isn't even a thing anyway, right? Like, it's just not a thing. Joe Biden is out here. It's his administration that's whipping people at the border. That ain't what y'all want. Like, we got to get away from the idea that the, the current political parties that represent America are that different. They're doing the same things. They yeah. just put a different coat on it. You know what I mean? Like It's only at the ground level <laughs> that the uh, difference is so huge. That's, right. that's where that, that sits. Right. But when your interests are the same, mm-hmm. your moneyed interests are the same, then... You're not that you're not that worried about the rest. You know of how this. many how many uh, prosecutors and public defendants eat lunch together? Can't tell them one more time. <laughs> Do you know how many defense attorneys, district attorneys, and your uh, good old public defenders have lunch together? It's often often hit that golf course with each other mm-hmm. couple little swings get together with the wives the hubbies Look, when we <laughs> man I hope most of the, most of the listeners here heard that and knew exactly <laughs> where that went uh, I just keep your eye on it is all I'm yeah. saying keep your eye on this story. It's developing. There are no uh, like there's no smoking gun to say that Jason Miller did this, but he was detained in Brazil uh, earlier in September um, after being there speaking with Bolsonaro, who is a lunatic dude there. So um <laughs> Yeah, like keep your eye on it and keep your yeah, eye on it. We definitely going to follow up so, even here as, as more comes. We I definitely want to I want to see what else is going to come up out of this cuz next I want to see if the 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 video if they're going to try to say that that was uh a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I hope, <laughs> I hope it wasn't that wasn't an actual human doing that. But just know that see. now. They are. Well, they be having the I, cameramen. It'd be some cameramen in the places. It'd be a no. photographer at everywhere. <laughs> like she needed too. Needed because yeah, clearly folks out here just making stuff up. Yeah. Um, I do have another uh, another thing of was were was I right, Cam? Um. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but we were talking about how, uh, no, it was last week with Nikki, all of her, Nikki Minaj's uh, disinformation that she's been doing or misinformation, I guess. And I was like, I think it's a cover because she's got this lawsuit and this is a great distraction to be talking about this instead of the fact that she's being sued for harassing a woman who her husband, um, allegedly assaulted and now the woman who was assaulted goes on the reel and gives uh gives an interview on and details the the level of harassment that she has received from not just nikki Mm -hmm. not just the husband but the associates Mm -hmm. the barbs Mm -hmm. the whole situation 
even talking to her family, trying to get them some little. Trying to trying to break them off a piece. Let me see how we could. Uh, you know, so she don't want the twenty k, but you might. Yeah, you can hold a little something. It ain't no PPP loan, but it'll get you. Like, fam, you. This is. Nikki. Nikki. Nikita. <laughs> I'm in love with that being her new name. <laughs> yeah. It's um I didn't watch the whole interview. Definitely uh saw a couple clips. Clip. Little clippy clips. Um and that's where I caught when she talked about the way in which she was reaching out. Um how you know reach out to the family that's the one that got me because it was like what was the what was you giving the family member money what was that gonna do as far as her i was confused on that like it was it to get them to come to her like no don't do it don't. uh i think twofold if you can get family members to say she's lying she's told me that this didn't happen okay. uh you know, like gotcha. all you need, all they're looking for is somebody to recant the story or to give to give some sort of uh, reasonable doubt. Like we were talking about with the yep. uh, defense lawyers, gotcha. like all they're looking for is is uh, something so that in the court of public opinion, <laughs> they look a little different. Now, I mean, I'm I think that I think that that's sort of the. Uh, the end result, I think them wanting her to recant was really about Nikki not wanting to be married to a sex offender. Like you, you know, like yeah. he's got to register as a sex offender wherever they live yeah. and him not doing that was the reason that we all figured, you know, get, yeah. get the news that he is that anyway. Yeah. So like, yeah, if you could pay 20 grand and that all goes away and nobody says anything anymore about you being somebody who uh, gives cover and makes space for abusers because she's already been in this boat with her brother before. And yeah. now she's in this boat with her husband. Um, yeah. Which is crazy because I'll be honest, because I don't be keeping up on like the celebrities stuff like that. Right. I overlap those two because I heard about the brothers. And so when people were saying, I thought I was, somehow fusing that together is the same yeah thing. i think that's fair uh, yeah. I, yeah but no it's separate and it's uh it's yep it's okay. separate okay and it's the same you know um we've talked about what i call pick me people mm -hmm. and how women will specifically make space for abusers and be like uh you know that well what was that woman wearing <laughs> And she sounded like a gold digger to me. And, you know, Nikki has been fine. I don't know why he would have to rape anybody. He wouldn't have to rape nobody. That right, kind of thing. Right. Um, there's so much that goes into that, right? Yeah, there's yeah. so much that there's so many, like, reasons that what you want to do is, like, immediately shut that person down. But at the end of it, I mean, if you really think about it, there's some abuse and some trauma. And the reason why that person is even responding that way you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But yeah, like Nikki has specifically made choices to um, 
protect and uphold certain people in certain ways. And shout out to Jennifer Huff for being like, nah, y'all not going to push me around. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. And she was looking hella sad in that interview, too. So I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I hadn't seen her previous to that. So I was like, oh, I know that pressure been on. But that's the thing. Shout out to her for getting, getting her side of it out there and on a platform that would get it in front of the people. Definitely. Also, keep your eye on that story, guys. Don't let uh, Nikki talking about her friend's balls, cousin's balls, uh, distract you from the fact that she's getting food right now for being a harasser. Got the biggest sack. And guess what? (laughs) Okay, so before we go, Uh uh, there's a another court story that is wild to me, and I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but Elizabeth Holmes is a woman uh, you guys should all check out her the documentary on her about Theranos. She was ably she she pretends that she's Steve Jobs in her mind, and uh, she created what was supposed to be a, some sort of tech and science fusion. It was just a lie, and she ended up being evaluated at like fourteen million billion dollars or something like that. And she was the first self-made, you know billionaire and all of it was a fraud shame well one thing that i didn't see coming from this court hearing was that she and her investor or go ahead sorry well i saw that coming uh no they are she and the her co-defendant, I guess, or co-conspirator, maybe. I don't know what they're labeling it as. Uh, who was her uh, partner at the time? Like, um, that was her boyfriend. And she's now, I think, married and has a child and is, like, trying to do a totally different life so that she doesn't go to prison. But okay. at the time, she was involved with this man. And there's... They're reading their text messages in court. And I didn't see that coming. Like the like if it were business related things, mm-hmm. absolutely I see it coming, right? Yeah. But this, I'm just gonna give you this one exchange and just like it I would I would not, I would just quit t- talking to this person. So Holmes, you are the breeze in desert for me, my water and ocean. Meant to be only together, tiger. My man's response. These are all different text messages, by the way. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Insert the future meme right now. Insert the future meme. Okay. Yo. If I tell someone they're the breeze in the desert for me, my water, <laughs> my ocean, meant only to be together. And they said, okay, I'd be like, never mind. <laughs> like, obviously, you are the sand and I'm out. Like, That's what? It. Gucci flip flops is flip flopping. <laughs> and where I'm at, where I sit in this is legit like she's been dealing with that. Like, she knows that that text message has been sitting in her text message folder. <laughs> For however yeah. long and wh- however they tried to she tried to recover from it or whatever now everybody gotta know 
that I called this man my my water, my ocean, my breeze in the desert, and his response to me was okay. Like the only thing that would have been worse is just the K. Yeah. That also feels like um, makes me think of like when you try to delete some messages in between and then it's like because <laughs> that's like a crazy response to that. Like, OK, doesn't even fit. That only fits in the case of OK. Right. Like that's me. Okay. And that doesn't translate through text. Okay. I said that is. That for me, that'd be my undoing. If you were going to tell me, if you told me we're going to read your most cringy text messages that happened to you in court, I'd be like, just take me now. You could just go ahead and put me in the prison. I'm cool. Yeah. I don't need everybody to see that. I, at some point, we'll get out of here and try and live a life again. Yeah. Y'all yeah, not going to make it so I can't do that. I'm cracking <laughs> up if somebody read my text. In the court, <laughs> that boy, wow! What what happened? Okay, see, he, <laughs> you heard that? <laughs> I wrote that down. You liked it? You liked it? So you you read that right? <laughs> Dude, that's uh, male privilege or something. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't going for it. I will die of embarrassment. Mm -mm. Well, I thank you for jumping on here with me under these conditions. I am uh, about to go buy a rain jacket. Yeah. You know, this is we, we think rain when we think of San Diego, California. So, well, sh I should have been thinking ahead. You got to keep the, the party popping, though. So go get a jacket, get a poncho. I think it's El Nino. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Follow us at Unrefined Physicists on the Instagram. Follow me, Can, at I Technically Can. Follow Morg at Portland Morgan on the Instagram. Make sure you like, subscribe, and review wherever you listen. And tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. What happens now? It's checkout time. Gotta go. Gotta go.